Welcome to the house of infinite possibility, where all things are possible, if you can dream them. I have never given much thought to the idea of death. To me, it was just a thing that happens to the organic and inorganic in a philosophical sense. People are born, then they die and break down. Buildings are erected and with time, they become derelict and break down. <clears throat> Such is the way of life in all its meanings. I was someone who was so sure of the finality of things that I never pondered the question, what if? until the day I was beheaded. I should back up a bit. My name is Finn Fletcher. I was 43 years old. I was a political science major at Harvard. I was also a thrill junkie who loved to do everything from roller coasters to skydiving. You name it and think it sounds scary, I was into it. I jumped off cliffs in South America, gone swimming with sharks, and even tried to play that little game with the knives and the fingers. Surprise, surprise, that last one didn't work out so well for me. I lost a finger. Not even an important one, just a finger. So imagine me being dared to do something stupid. Of course, I did it. That's what life is all about, right? Take the risk, live it up. Eighty years really ain't a long time, so why not have the most fun you can while you're still around to witness it? Let me tell you, I was cruising for a hurtin' with that mindset. My buddy Joyles and me. His name was really Doyle, but he was always so perky that me and the friends nicknamed him Joyles. Anyway, we went to an amusement park together, and I was having a blast. So, when Joyles challenged me to make my way through haunted horrors which is what the theme park decided to call their resident haunted house, I quickly obliged. On its face, that doesn't sound like a terrible decision, but with the context that three people had already gone missing from that place, and then the park failed to do anything about it, it sounds a bit more dangerous. Me, being the enthusiastic thrill-seeker that I was, I agreed. So, Joyles waved me off as I stepped foot inside Haunted Horrors. It began like any other haunted house with random people jumping out from the shadows in poorly made costumes meant to scare. It started off with lights flickering and faux mirrors cracking. Where it became truly scary was when I fell through a hole in the floor and broke my leg. I screamed and I screamed in the darkness of where I landed, hoping someone would hear me. After quite a few minutes passed and no one arrived, I understood that I was probably on my own. I imagined Joyles waiting for me at the exit and never seeing me step out of haunted horrors, and it kind of made me sad. Eventually, I gathered the strength to try and drag myself out of haunted horrors. I wasn't sure how long it had been, but it felt like long enough. I saw the red light of the emergency exit door, and I'm sure I was only feet from it when I heard footsteps behind me. They were heavy, almost like the sound of work boots hitting the concrete. In my everyday life, that was a welcome sound. It meant people were working, being productive. In this instance, it felt like dread. The footsteps got closer and closer and closer. They circled around me for a bit, 
The heavy footfalls radiated around my ears until eventually they stopped. Naively, I thought that maybe they'd given up pursuit of me, but then I heard them call out to... someone. The last thing I saw was an axe hurtling toward my head and seeing the world around me grow taller and taller as giant footsteps walked away from me. My eyes and brain continued to work for a bit. I could feel someone grab me by my hair and lift me up. It hurt quite a bit. But then they began to carry me away and that's when everything went black. Amidst my fading vision, all I could think was, damn, this is it. This is how it ends. I remember wondering if there was anything I could have done differently and duh, of course there was. I could have chosen to not be such a thrill junkie. I could have been a bit more reserved. I could have been nicer to Joyles. I could have confessed to Joyles. None of that mattered then. I was done for. You might be wondering how I'm telling you this story right now if I was beheaded and died at the hands of some mysterious killer. Well, that's where this story gets a bit strange. After being beheaded, there's a bit of gap in my memory. I don't know what happened, but the next thing I remember is darkness. Though I can't remember the feeling of being surrounded by water, my limbs floated, but for some reason I was constricted. Life for me remained that way for quite some time. I couldn't tell you whether it was one day or one year, but eventually, a light hit my eyes and my limbs became uncontrollable. When I tried to speak, all that came out were screams. My heart raced. I yelled and I yelled for help. No one responded to me. All I got were sounds of laughter and reassurance. It wasn't until I felt two hands grip the sides of my ribs that I understood what was happening. I quieted my screams and took a moment to look at my surroundings. It was a sterile, white room. There were people dressed in scrubs. I was being born. This shattered my entire worldview. I had always been that guy. That guy that was sure there was nothing after death. That guy that knew what the world was about. That guy that knew how to live life. In an instant, that all changed. The worst part about this was that there was no way to tell anybody. I could not speak. All I could do was scream or wail or cry. From there, the time flew by. I suckled at the bottle, happy to receive whatever nourishment was given to me. I screamed when I was hungry, uncomfortable, or just generally needed the company of another human. These parents of mine didn't seem to have it all together. Sometimes I would wail for just minutes, other times hours. Sometimes they would respond, sometimes they wouldn't. Listen. I won't bore you with the details, but eventually I began to grow. I gained control of my limbs. I became able to manipulate my mouth to speak. And you might think that this is the point where I forget everything that happened before. And listen, I'll tell you that I thought that that would happen too, and strangely enough, it didn't. I grew, and I grew. Eventually adulthood took over my body and there I was again an adrenaline junkie with something to prove. Time passed, and even though I retained my memories, I thought, you know, this couldn't possibly 
happen a second time. I was wrong. I entered that haunted house of horrors and got my head lopped off once more. Only this time I wasn't with Joyles. I was with some other friends I'd met over the course of my youth. This time Jacob had been the object of my affection and the one to send me to my doom. The process repeated itself. Death. Life. Death. Life. At this point, I don't know what to do. I want to end the cycle, but there doesn't seem to be a way to. Any decision I make seems to find me being beheaded again. If I'm not beheaded, then something else takes me out. Heart attack. Genetic disorder. Random hit and run. It seems unavoidable. Maybe there's a lesson in all this. I hope there is. But if there isn't, I can only ponder the question, why? Why me? I'll keep searching the infinite for the answers. I doubt I'll find them, but it's nice to hope. This death and birth cycle is wearing me out. Join us next time as we uncover the house's next possibility. <laughs>